Welcome back to another in the books. Welcome back. How are my ladies doing? Yeah. Um, pretty good. Yeah. Weird to like that it's almost the end of 20 of the end of January of 2024. I know. Like that really hit me earlier today. I know. Yeah. It's been already going by oh so fast. It's kind of concerning. Yeah. Literally. I feel like January always goes by so slow too, which is why I'm confused why it felt so fast. Yeah. Also, this just felt so fast. Like by the end of the month, it's like something about that last week. Like if you really think about it, this weekend is like the 28th, 29th. Like, like it just all happened so quick. You know what I mean? Like the last week, I feel like the last 10 days of every month always goes by the fastest for me. Like once we get in the 20s, it's like, oh, you know, where'd the month go? Yeah, truly. Scary thought. I wonder if there's any science behind that. Well, some of the science is that we're getting older, so our concept of time, you know, it's like like when you're one years old, or let's say when you're six years old, all you have is those six years. And so one year is just a sixth of the year, like a sixth of your life. Right. And now it's like one year is a 24th or a 20 21st of our lives or whatever. I forget I'm so old. I forget that I'm so I'm old. just like, I'm like literally going to turn 25 this year, though. I'm going to turn 24. And I have nothing figured out. I want you to know I see you. Um, I see you and I hear you. Thank you. Thank um, you. And it's like, speaking of people who don't have their shit figured out. Mm-hmm. Great let's talk about shit. Toni Morrison Sula. <laughs> let's talk about it. This month's pick was picked by Monse. Monty, yes. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. What what gravitated you towards this book? Oh, I like that. Oh, fantastic. Um, Toni Morrison, as I said, is a great writer. I think this is the second or third book that I've read of hers. And this is actually um a Nobel Prize winner. But I've seen like a whole bunch of articles of people saying it's her less popular book, which kind of confuses me because I feel like it's just so good. Um, But what honestly gravitated me to read this book is because I'm sure you guys have seen that TikTok of the bench where it says like um, a girl dedicated it to her best friend. It says we were girls together. And that originated from the final line or from the final page of this book where um, Nell is looking up at the skies at the sky and says, Sula, we was girls together. And one, I just thought that was really cool. But two, I was interested to see how this took on girlhood compared to the way we see girlhood now in Barbie, um, Dolly Alderton, like the way girlhood is represented through the eyes of people in modern times, but also white women. And I don't know, I just thought it would be interesting to read this and how it portrays girlhood friendships growing up. So that's why I picked this baby. Yeah, I would say it was a really interesting read. It was definitely something that I don't normally gravitate towards, but I'm really glad we took the time to like read it. And mm-hmm. it was like, a new experience for me. Um, like it was a lot of things that I mean, maybe this is like embarrassing for me, but I just like wasn't used to like certain languages and stories that I haven't heard a lot about. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, I think that um I like didn't intentionally do this, but 
I'm trying to read more like physical books and some of the books that I've been putting off for a while, like just sort of getting into it right at the start of the year. That way I'm not like in July, like, why haven't I read this book that I've had for three years? Because mm -hmm. I know in the summer I'm going to want to read lighter fare because um, yeah. I'm going to be like doing more stuff. So since I'm like at home doing less or whatever, I read um, Drive Your Bones, Drive Your Plows Over the Bones of the Dead by Olga Tokarczuk, who is also a Nobel Prize laureate. And then I won and then I read Leo Tolstoy's um, The Death of Ivan Illich. And then I read this. And so I think also I was in a good mindset to like read something because this I would say is lighter than those two books. Um, yeah. One deals with like environmentalism and like a it's a crime thriller vibe. And then mm -hmm. the other deals with like death and the end of life and sort of like the existentialism of that. And then this one arguably felt just like felt a little lighter um so it was and it was easier for me to connect with the characters because i did struggle to connect with the characters in those two other books that i read before it and so i think like that's what i mean by lighter it's not necessarily like lighter content explicit i mean like i would say it's lighter than the death of ivan Ilyich because it's like literally dealing with dealing with a man on his deathbed but i think that i was able to connect with the characters more and even though there's not action like i would say that this is a you guys could disagree but like it is relatively character focused but it's not like you get loads of like uh, like pages and pages of like explaining the characters it's a character driven book for sure but you like the characters actions are what what they are yeah which it's is very which it's is very light to read like little to no dialogue mm -hmm. like it's a lot of internal yeah I think this book is a lot of reading in between the lines and kind of what Shannon said I think the actions speak for a lot of the characters for example the first 40 30 pages or so we knew almost nothing about Sula and she wasn't fully introduced until we were like 30 pages into the book which I think is just interesting because the book is literally called Sula but yeah I think this book focuses a lot on literary devices and reading between the lines which I think is why it was a little hard for me to come up with like discussion questions that would focus a lot on the book and the way it is the way it was written and you know just boring stuff I will say um like after reading it sort of being with that ending and then thinking back to the structure of the book it's starting with Nell and ending with Nell mm -hmm. makes like it's called Sula but it's a book about them together and so yeah. I'm glad that we get those like moments of like we understand Nell and then we understand her right at the end. Yeah. But it is like within this, um, like the book is framed like within Nell, despite the fact that from the jump, from the cover page, you're like, oh, it's a book about Sula. No, nope, mm -hmm. it's a book about them together. And so even though it's titled Sula, you know that it's about them, like the both of them. And Nell never feels like a less important character. And I think that that's really intentional. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Well, that brings me into the first question that I thought of is what does this book make you think? So it's it's centered or people talk about it a lot when they talk about friendships and the way friendships evolve as you get older. So I'm just curious as to what you guys took away from it because there isn't much dialogue. So we don't really see the mundane moments in their lives together. We almost see the biggest ones or the, the times that actually caused a turn in their relationship so I was just curious as to what you guys took away from the girlhood and like friendship part of the book 
Um, well, I'm going to say a lot of it is like in that end moment where she's like, Sula, Sula, like girl, 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 girl. Mm -hmm. And it it's a moment where she's like, I thought I was missing my husband and I thought I was betrayed by my husband, but I was, it was you like, yeah. And those like that section where they're not together, Jude's marriage, Sula leaves for college. Uh, Jude and Nell get married, Sula leaves for college. And there's like that, there is that part of growing up where sometimes your paths really diverge and what does it look like for them to come back together? And like with this relationship, they come back together chaotically. Um, and that's because they've they've changed, but also because I think there's like a, yeah, there's a change and they don't really reckon with it very well. And I think that's why it ends up being so hard. And it is like, a oh, obviously everyone is constantly changing mm -hmm. and growing. But when you're apart from someone who you like, like when you grow up with someone, you really grow up in the face of, I think, a lot of their flaws mm -hmm. um, because they like come a lot of the times from their family. Um, I like flaws, but like they come from their family, obviously. So if you meet someone when they're young and they live with their family or they don't, whatever, you can understand them in that way. And then when there's a separation, and you're not with them constantly you don't understand what how they're changing versus i think when you're young and you're like it's like when you're when you see when you like you and your dog you're never like oh my dog's gotten so big from when he's a puppy to when he's a dog um but other people are like oh my gosh your dog has changed so much and you're like i didn't even realize yeah. obviously he's changed obviously he's gotten bigger but i didn't realize that because i've been with him through every step and i know that that's a weird comparison to make but i don't like know any other equivalent and yeah. i think that's a little bit of how that jump feels for them it's like oh you've changed so much i don't know how to reckon with it mm -hmm. and like that's sort of why then the chaos is able to but i don't know like i say like chaos but it's like sula's clearly in a broken place and nell isn't in a and so is now yeah and they don't come back together until Sula passes. Yeah. And then Nell is like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize this whole time. It's been, it's like been you. Mm -hmm. And it's been like you as my friend. And it's a, like you did these complicated things, but like it means a lot that we had this experience together as young people. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And it's interesting. The, sorry. Did you want to? No, I was just agreeing um like it it going up against like the male counterparts too kind of like you were saying earlier shan with like like kind of how they both struggled in their own ways connecting with men but they always like could with each other and then like that making the hurt of like what happened like even worse because she was kind of like well like especially towards the end when she's sick, she was like, well, why didn't you like not do that for me? Like, fuck him. Like, what about, you know, like our friendship? Yeah. 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 I also was wondering, well, just since we're talking about the whole thing between Jude and Sula, I think it was like right when um Sula was kind of reflecting on it she said I never really understood possessiveness or she was like I didn't think that would be a factor within my relationship with Nell and she said when we were little we would kiss boys we would kiss the same boys and then talk about it we would talk about all these things and so I was wondering 
I'll, I think I'll answer this first. But I was struggling to think of justifying what Sula did because I don't think there is any justifying it. But when hearing it, it's like, I get it, but I also don't get it. So I struggled a lot with what happened between Sula and Jude and Sula not thinking about Nell, which I guess is what tells you a lot about Sula's character and her upbringing. And I think a majority of like the first 40, 50 pages of the book focus on not really Sula and Nell. It focuses on their parents, the way they grew up, their siblings. It focuses on that. And I think a majority of it focuses on Sula, which I think is really what makes us understand her as a character. And it's kind of like you think about she did this, but she grew up seeing all of this. Like everybody in her family acts this way. So I don't know. I think I struggled a lot with that part because it was like, I get it, but I also don't get it. Like I think it's super messed up. So I don't know. I was just interested, interested into why it was put in there, but also just the way it made me think about their relationship and friendship. You know, I think I think you make such a good point, Monse, because since we do have that background of how Sula was raised very differently to Nell, we don't necessarily like morally justify her actions, but we can understand them. And I think that's where like Nell is like, I'm trying to understand this, but our relationship was the way it was. And that's why I don't understand it. Even if I understand those things about your childhood, I don't understand how you could do that to me. But there's that moment where Sula says, um, I'm going to just read. Sula turned her head away from the boarded window. Her voice was quiet and the stemmed rose over her eye was very dark. It matters, Nell, but only to you, not to anybody else. Being good to somebody is just like being mean to somebody. Risky. You don't get nothing for it. And there's like that, that second where you're like, oh, that's why how Sula sees it. Mm -hmm. Like she is just sort of being like, Nell is like anyone else. Yeah. And Nell is like, I don't think I'm like anyone else. I think that our relationship is this crazy sort of like special thing. Mm -hmm. And you treating it differently makes me question it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why like the hurt is there, but it's hurt for their relationship, not hurt from what like obviously Sula's, yeah. Sula's actions cause their relationship to break. But yeah. it's the hurt isn't in the action of cheating. It's in how Sula sees yeah this i think also this book is just so hard to like articulate about i get like no i totally get it but i think part of the reason it's hard to talk about is because you're like you leave the book and you're like it's not necessarily a satisfying read in the Mm -hmm. sense that you're like romance novel happy ending yeah Mm yeah you're like oh like i could this book continues off the page the same way it continues in the years between or like the characters feel like they continue because like there's those sections of years that the book skips over between chapters and you're like oh something is happening clearly mm-hmm. but this book chooses to end at this point when when Sula dies because the book is has totally been about their relationship together and yeah. like Nell potentially continues but like does she matter as much without Sula I don't know yeah yeah no I agree I don't and I think there's a reason why, like you said, it's not a satisfying read because we don't get those glimpses in time. So it makes sense why the book would end. You'd be like, Sula and Nell were older. Sula died. Time goes on. I think even regarding like the setting of the bottom and how it starts of like how this place in Ohio began, um, like with how 
the land was sold, like all of that. And then ending where it's kind of like, I don't know if it's the industrialization or whatever, but she notices a huge difference in the way the town is now and the people coming in and the people coming out. And I think that just once again, talk like defines the time between Nell and Sula's relationship and how not only they have changed where they live has changed the people they were around. Um, When Nell vis- visits Eva at the end, it's like, Eva's obviously different and she's changed, but I don't know. I think a large part of it, Toni Morrison focuses on the concept of change and how you mentioned this in the beginning, Shannon, and I feel like it's kind of bringing it into light where you don't realize change is happening as you're living it. But I think as a reader, we're obviously seeing all these things change around them. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I also think like the more I think about it and like discussing it it's I'm I'm sure like you guys probably picked up on it faster but like it foreshadows itself like perfectly like what happens in the beginning like happens again like it's a full like repeat of the systems like especially with like we were saying with just the way they were raised like they ended up more like their moms and like we got a look into what their moms were like you know obviously on purpose it's really yeah yeah that's why it was like the structure of this book is so interesting because it the structure itself speaks about the plot of the book the characters and the themes of the book which I wasn't expecting really I feel like Tony and I, I think maybe a lot of Tony Morrison's books since they're not super big there's a lot of reading in between the lines but this one especially it's just I feel like you have to use a lot of your own experiences in life and I think for me that was kind of hard to do like I'm not a black woman. So a lot of it was hard for me to relate to. And I think that's why when people talk about this book, they're like, there is some little part of the actions that these people do. A lot of people talk about, you know, Asula in your life. You grew up knowing Asula that you knew this person who was like, not a lot of people like them. They would do crazy things, but for some reason you were still close to them. You still had love for them. And I think that's what makes this book about when you're a little kid, you look beyond you're like this person's my best friend of course like they'll do crazy things but I love them and you don't have that reflection period until time goes by between you don't see them or things change and I think that's just a lot of what the book is about Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I also feel like there's like the universal thing of like in all relationships when you have those like key moments in your childhood like them playing with the stick moments and then the like chicken little with the kid dying like like key things that just like bond you together where it's like okay that person kind of becomes a ride or die for you like no matter what or so you Mm -hmm. think and then you know how that changes with time yeah agreed and then the last thing I want to talk about is just because I was very curious to see what you guys think because I looked up a lot of commentary on this book just because I feel like it could all be interpreted so many different ways. And I was specifically thinking about, I don't know if it's Eva or Eva, but with Eva and Plum, and when Plum just like is set on fire, a lot of people say this was a way of Morrison like showing that sometimes you love somebody so much that you cannot see them hit rock bottom again. And Eva just kept saying, I did this because I loved him. I had to do it because I love him so much and I can't see him suffer again. But once again, I struggled to grapple with the fact like this person like was set on fire dead. 
but you're saying you love them so much that you had to do it to them to save them. So I don't know. And I think that's like, once again, a part of this where it's like, you're kind of supposed to be uncomfortable with some things that happen and you really have to think about them. Because once again, I, I don't know if I could have justified it. Even when, um, I think it's Hannah, because Hannah's Sula's mom, right? Yeah. I don't remember. But when Hannah, like, before Hannah dies, she says, she's like, why'd you do it? Why did you do that to Plum? Mm-hmm. And it's like, they themselves couldn't even justify it. Yeah. I feel like it's, like, impossible to talk about the book without talking about, you know, obviously the time and, like, racism and all of that. And, like, truly them just being, like, like, everything being a circumstance of, like, what was going on at that time and, like, how life was even valued, especially mm-hmm. for Black people, because it's, like, yeah, I don't know, it's just interesting. Because, like, yeah, now, like, burning someone, anyone, would just be, like, insane. But back then, like, when already your life is valued below other people's and, like, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, right. I wonder how much of that is, like, internalized of like what what a human's even worth at that time yeah 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 Yeah, I think that's even mentioned in the book where it's like you're already struggling so much how can you struggle even more how can I let you struggle more so yeah yeah you know what I realized we forgot to do we forgot to do the thing in the beginning where we do talk about the book without reading it yeah, we did. Oh. We essentially did. We yeah. all gave you Yeah, a little. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and and like uh, once again, like we've been doing this for a full year. How do we do it though? <laughs> every yeah. week, every week we're like, and how does it go again? What's the structure of this book? <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah, I think that like all of the characters in the book are interesting on their own and only made more interesting and compelling because of the circumstances that they're in. Like, like you could, this book could be just about, I thought it was Ava, because I know, whatever, all about Eva. This book could be all about the Deweys. Like, this book could be all about the, the who is the suicide day man? Chad, Chadrach. Yeah, Chadrach, thank you. I was like, it's a biblical name. Um, um like it could be all about any of them and it would probably it wouldn't and it would be interesting but i think the reason that the book has made such an impact is because it is about these two girls and their friendship and what that looks like in all these circumstances with all these other people and i know that that's like really basic like i did not just say anything profound but i think that i just like at the beginning of the book i was just struggling a little bit with like what's this about and why does it matter to me mm-hmm. versus now reflecting I'm like oh it all just made it all just it clicks it clicks yeah it's gonna I go ahead and have clicked way putting that book into words where throughout the book you're like what is happening and then at the end it clicks you're like yeah. I see why everything was put into place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah as much as like we've said so many times too that like it's not like a deep like in a in a writing way she did do some like essential world building 
like even with it starting with Shadrach and like the hospital situation, like mm-hmm. my like thoughts in that first section were just like, like where, who the fuck Sula and like, when is she going to come in, you know? And then like, that doesn't happen until, you know, a little bit. Yeah. After. And it doesn't feel like, yeah, it doesn't feel wasted at all. You're initially like, what's this book? What's this all about then? Where yeah. the hell is this girl? The but titular it's character. Yeah. But it's interesting because even, again, going back, even though she's like the titular character, it's not a book about her. Exactly. Yeah. Book about them. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Any final thoughts, comments? I think this is the first Toni Morrison I've ever fully like read all the way through. I think I've had to read some Toni Morrison for school, but never like a full book. So yeah, I was sort of in the dark about what to expect. Other than I did have expectations that it would be good. Bird. <laughs> you don't hear, like you don't hear, you know. Yeah. She's Toni Morrison for a damn reason. Yeah. And I'm going to go ahead and get it now. Yeah, we all get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm really glad we got to read this because I feel like books like these, you can read them on your own. And I, I mentioned this when we announced it in the last episode. And I was like, pe- a lot of people read Toni Morrison, um, Bell Hooks and stuff for school to, to have discussions. But I think these books, if you would have read it by yourself, for example, this like reflection thing, I don't think I would have spent much time thinking about it. Like when I finished the book, I thought about it and I was like, oh, I get it. But I didn't focus on what specifically I got, if that makes sense. So I'm really glad we got to read this together. Yeah, I agree. I actually was looking at a few of the discussion questions too to see if I could see if there was anything to like fill in. And there was a really interesting one that was like, if you were a high school teacher or a parent of a high school teacher, would you like consider this book appropriate? Um, I just thought it was interesting because I like, yeah. I, I mean, I would personally, it was like definitely heavy, but I think it like speaks to a certain experience. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we read it. Same. I don't like, is this a book that you write? Like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, also, we have to. That's part of the podcast. No, you're so right. But, like, I don't know what – I don't know how I'm feeling about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, like, have fe- finished this book not a while ago. I finished it, like, mid – end of last week. Middle of last week. Mm-hmm. It's Tuesday now. So I finished it, I think, like, last Wednesday or Thursday. And so I think, like, after reflecting on it, I would say this book is, like, a four, four and a half for me. Um, Like – Again, it's one of those books where I would consider rereading it. And I think that makes me think it's got to be a higher rating. But I think for me right now, my like current rating is that it's like a four. Yeah. 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 I also, I will, I want to say to your point, Marty, I think there's books we can acknowledge their importance. Or for example, this book literally won a Nobel Peace Prize. So it's like, it's obviously a book that has made an impact. But to that, I also think Shannon's point is right, too, where it's, like, in the moment you read it, the book could be two stars. The next time you read it, it could be five stars. So I think it's really dependent on the time when you read it. But I think I would give it a 4.52. And I think, like, that 0.5 with, like, the reflection, the discussion that we just had. hmm You know? Yeah. 
What about you, Mart? I'm giving you the five out of five. It was a really interesting read for me, personally. Um, I don't know, like, if a lot of that, like you said, you know, come, like, you know, giving it more time. And also, I haven't read a lot like this. So, it, Real. and I, I actually loved the pace of the book, you know, and like technicality reasons. And I loved the length. Like, I thought it was really interesting. That ending with the We Were Girls Together choked me up a little. I'm like... I got what I wanted from this book, you know? That's so fair. Yeah. This is my first five out of five, so. I know. That's actually huge. 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 <laughs> and it's like Toni Morrison. Morrison. This should mean a lot to her. Yeah. It um, really should. Rest in power, queen. Rest in power, queen. Okay. So what's our average, Mart? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so important to do. Wait, you were a four, right, Shan? Yeah, I think it's gonna. It's four point five. It's four point five. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. But again, there's been some books we've read in this book club that I'm like, that's definitely not gonna be a reread from me. <laughs> I agree. It's like it very well could be, and that's cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think with time, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm not gonna be re- rereading this tomorrow. No, no, no. It wasn't one of those books that like, because I've had a few of those books where I finished them and I was like really sad the book was over. And I was mm-hmm. like, I would literally read this right now again. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say that this was one of them, even though I rated it so high, just due to the, you know, heaviness of it. I also think it just really stimulates your brain in a way where we're so used to reading, as I mentioned, like books for these for school. In a way where, like, you don't even have time to let it stimulate your brain because you're worried about the assignment or the in-class discussion or whatever. But when you read it on your own, you I, like, really felt my brain kind of in shambles almost trying to connect things in the book, which it was really refreshing to do that without having to worry about being graded or having, like, a scary discussion in front of people, so. Yeah, I almost mean that, like, that exact thing in my way saying I haven't read something like this. Like, it's less, like, about, like, the experience, which I haven't read much about, but like also that that like the looking at something in like an objective way that also you know like like I'm not being graded on anything yeah like maybe I need to read that other like huge one like catcher in the rye again I haven't picked that motherfucker up in a while <laughs> to kill okay, him up, so are we announcing my next book yeah, yeah let's go okay he's got it with him you've got a hard copy I've got a hard copy. I went to the lib. You know, I'm 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 supporting my local lib. So wait, I think I see what it is. <gasps> oh my gosh! You okay. saw it. Wait, I don't know. Show it. On Earth, we're briefly gorgeous. Oh, oh. this. I've read it. Oh fuck. Okay. Well, I can't pick it then. Okay. Sorry. You know what we'll do? The idiot. Okay, that's what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> okay. Okay. Al Botman, I believe is her name. Elif, I think. But yeah, sorry, Marty. Yes, Elif Botman. Okay. Sure. I already started this, so I guess actually I'm ahead. Okay, okay. Yay, I'm so excited. I've seen Which, a lot of this. Heard. We're tapping into the tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow energy. So get ready for thick read babies. Yeah. I will say. Oh, sorry, I should probably read the thing, right? Oh, yeah. But I w- just w- while you pay- prepare that. Going back to On Earth, we were briefly gorgeous. 
if someone wants to read that, I would recommend listening to an audiobook either alongside or like listening to the audiobook because I think that the because it has a poetic flow to it, the um, having someone actually read it to you for me made it sink in a little deeper. And there's some like new some like it's not even confusion, but it, it is like so poetic that sometimes you're like. And I'm going to go ahead and be looking for the plot. But when someone's reading it to you, you're like, oh, this is that character. You know? So that's my, that's just what I would say about that. Okay. Yeah. That's good to tell because that means I need to read it with listening to someone. Yeah. Okay. I'm so excited for the idiot. Will you tell me what it's about? Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to find. Usually Goodreads has like little snippets. That's fine. Oh, my dad just texted me. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this this listening, this oral media is gonna be so good for the listeners at home. Oh good. Looking at each other silently. Yeah. Okay, I found this one sentence and I like the idiot is a heroic yet self-effacing reckoning with the terror and joy of becoming a person in the world that is intoxicating as it is disinquestioning. Okay. Oh, oh, it's semi-autobiographical. Oh my God, am I okay? And just in case anyone was wondering, disinquieting means inducing feelings of anxiety and worry. Yeah. Yeah, is wow. it kind of like- from like my understanding of like starting to read it it's a woman that's just got to college it's set in like the 90s and like email is just around like she's really talking about email the first chapter and how it's like here it's um described it it's a buildings roman roman i don't know how that's pronounced but like the coming of age the literary genre like that's what it says on the internet obviously or is this like massive part on the side but i'm yeah, that's okay. But it's about someone going to college and sort of coming of age. Yeah. yeah. And in the Heard. Heard. We love women in their 20s here. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. That's true. But it's scary to be a woman in her 20s. I couldn't agree more. Truth <sighs> bum. And it's like, when's the podcast going to end? We got to go until the time rate yeah, stops. Yeah, we have less than a minute. I know. I just want to say thank you to everyone that has listened to our podcast. This was a 